Hi, and welcome to episode two of this EDU 6109 Reading Response Podcast by Amika Gadria. This episode is going to be a little bit different than the previous episode because we're going to be focusing on just one reading, which is Hijabi to Hojabi by Saba Alvi. In this episode, I'm going to be digging deeper and I'm going to make some connections with my own personal life. And this should be a fun, uh, enlightening experience for the next few minutes. So keep listening and we'll dive right into it. Today, I will be diving deep into the reading by Saba Alvi titled Hijabi to Hojabi. This week, There were a few very interesting articles with regard to social media and the TikTok craze. However, this particular article really struck a chord with me due to my own South Asian background and the fact that I lived in Abu Dhabi for five years while teaching abroad. Although there was a lot of interesting information in all of the readings, I wanted to focus just on this one because there's a lot of substantial points made within this article that are worth diving deep into. As an overview, this article explores the way clothing informs identity, in specific how the hijab or veil impacts Muslim identity with regard to media portrayal and the different viewpoints presented in different aspects of popular culture. For instance, this article starts off with a little description of sex in the city and this very pivotal scene towards the end of the movie. So in the movie, uh, the women are visiting Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates. Towards the end, the women are seen in a local market where one of the characters is seen taking off her veil because she's so hot, and she ends up dropping all of the contents of her purse. One of the items is a pack of condoms, which was considered offensive, and there is an uproar amongst the men, and a mob-like mentality ensues where the men are seen chasing these four women in anger, and the women seek solace in a hidden location where local Emirati women are free, in quotations, to unveil, and they show the ladies all of their designer clothing, which forms a bond between the Western women, the characters of this movie, and the Emirati women who save them from the angry men chasing them. Now, as a fan of Sex in the City, I remember watching this movie and thinking to myself that this depiction is, first of all, not accurate in terms of living in Abu Dhabi and seeing the local culture and how different backgrounds are actually very much so embraced. Abu Dhabi can be seen as a melting pot at this point in time because there are so many different cultures and different people from all over the world that work and live there. The depiction of different cultures and the depiction of women being suppressed and controlled through the requirement to wear a hijab or a veil um, creates a negative connotation to what the veil actually represents. This article does an excellent job of really examining the power of the media and how clothing is a marker of identity. As the article points out, Butler asserts that clothing is performative. Also, Blaze's study examines the fact that children as young as the age of four begin to partake in performative gender roles through what they put on their bodies. 
Through the media and examples such as Sex in the City, hijabs or veils are seen as a marker of gender inequality, and this article explores how Canadian Muslim women are now taking ownership over their own choices and are showing how wearing a veil is a choice of self-expression and political expression as well when they choose to style their veil in their own unique, modest ways to fit the different spaces they inhabit on a daily basis. This idea that clothing is performative and how the media portrays articles of clothing as positive or negative really resonated with me in my own experiences of living in an Islamic country and seeing the many different ways that my students and friends style their veils to showcase their own individuality while still being a symbol of their connection to God. This article really explores the powerful ways Muslim women are taking control of their own representation and working to change the portrayal often seen in mass media. This was one aspect that really stood out to me from this article. Stay tuned because I do want to discuss another aspect of the article that really struck a chord, which is more associated with identity. For this segment, I really want to focus on the idea of identity and how clothing can play an important role in building one's identity through representation. First, it is important to note what the term hojabi means in the context of this article. According to Alvi's study, hojabi is a play on the words hijabi and the slang word ho. Hojabi as a label suggests those who wear these their veils in provocative ways are morally inferior and thus hoes. So women who choose to veil in alternate modern ways are seen as inferior and seen as wearing the hijab incorrectly. The participants of this study explain that there are no set guidelines for how women should veil, but there are various viewpoints on what is considered acceptable or modest. This exemplifies how clothing and the representation can impact individual identity through labels such as terms like hojabi. This strongly correlated with the topic that I am currently exploring with my grade 8 students. We as a class listened to Sarah Ahmed's podcast on hyphenated identity, which I strongly recommend by the way. Sarah discusses how she's American, but also Muslim, and how this hyphenated identity changed drastically for her after 9-11 and after the tragedy that occurred, and the backlash that also occurred towards Muslim Americans. This idea of individuals having hyphenated identities and different parts of themselves that make them a whole really connects to the idea that these modern Canadian Muslim women are embracing the different parts of their identity by combining their Muslim faith with their Canadian culture and fashion. I describe this idea of a hyphenated identity to my students as different pieces of a pie that come together to create one whole. I think this is the underlying message of this article in the sense that this combination of different cultural identities are being explored and combined to allow these women to take ownership of their own representation, despite what popular media portrayals may see or show. I want to end off this podcast with a quote from the article that I think sums this up nicely. 
Hijabi women, too, are interested in fashion, have a desire to look beautiful, and want to feel feminine. Many of the characteristics that have been snatched away from Muslim women through the representations of the veil in the media. This shows the power of media, the power of popular culture, and the power of representation, which we already discussed in our previous reading response podcast. And this idea that these subcultures and this new way of showing identity and showing representation can really work against these powerful, powerful aspects of society that can control messaging and representation. Thus, this article is a great way to explore the many different ways that modern Muslim women are fighting against the negative portrayal within the media. This brings us to the end of our podcast today. I know that there's tons more that we could have discussed from this reading. As I said, there was so much meat to each of the readings this week. However, I really wanted to focus on the idea of identity and the idea of representation and how clothing is just one form of representation that really shapes the views and the identities of different groups of people. Uh, So that was really the focus of today's podcast. I hope that you enjoyed listening along and I look forward to creating a new one for you for reading response number three. Take care and we'll talk soon. Bye now.